Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Efico podcast. We are happy to have you back for today's episode. We are growing the geographic reach of our listeners and are happy to continue to get feedback from people all over the world who are interested in learning and improving themselves from the lessons shared in our community. We are excited about reaching out to millions of Africans in diaspora with our rich Afrocentric content that is certainly useful to everyone, regardless of their ancestry. For our new listeners, the Efico podcast is a community of professionals, business owners, and generally people looking to learn and improve in their work, their business, and in their lives. My name is Omagbiche Barrow, and I am your online Efiko. Efiko is a Nigerian slang from the 1990s that means a nerd, you know, someone who helps you to solve your problems. Welcome again, and stay tuned to find out what the Efiko has in store for you today. We got a message from Mr. Yu, a senior manager in the telecoms industry from Ibadan, Nigeria, and he wrote, I am terrible at making decisions and I am tired of making decisions that end up not meeting the expectations of my boss and sometimes putting me in trouble. What should I do differently? <laughs> now, now that is an interesting question. I imagine that many of our listeners would like to get answers to such a question. So let's give it a shot. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the opportunity of this question to explore some of the amazing content that we offer in our decision-making for managers program. Because we do not have so much time as usual, I will focus on just two thoughts. The first, some paradigms about decision-making, and the second, some of the common biases that affect decision-making process and results. Let's start with the paradigms. The first paradigm that most managers like you need to pay attention to when it comes to decision-making is that we should focus on the process and not on the outcome. The truth, is that our decisions may create outcomes that are positive or negative, and many times it is completely outside our control because our decisions, no matter how good they are, are affected by a lot of external forces that could create negative outcomes. Therefore, rather than focusing so much on an outcome that may be out of your control, I encourage you to focus on the process that is many times 100% within your control. You see, by improving the process of decision-making, you will ensure that you are better able to recover from possible negative outcomes and more importantly, to replicate the process in future when similar situations arise. So, 
pay attention to improving the decision-making process that you use so that you can manage the consequences better, learn from the process, and replicate the process in future. I hope, Mr. Yu, that you can see how this paradigm can help you. So you need to ask yourself, do you have a process for making decisions or has it always been random and unplanned? The second paradigm is that rather than focusing on trying to get the right solution to each problem or challenge, you should be more interested in using the right approach. It actually ties in with the first paradigm. So again, Mr. Yu, are you using the right approach to making decisions? Let's pause and reflect on these two paradigms and take a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. In these tough economic times, individuals and organizations are looking to cut costs and stop buying newspapers altogether. You do not have to. All you have to do is to switch from the more costly print version of newspapers to the more affordable full digital version from the e-paper vendor. The e-paper vendor sends a full digital version in PDF to your email each morning with all the content in the print newspaper. With the same layout as the physical one, it costs up to 83% less than the physical newspaper and will be conveniently delivered to you via email each morning. So hurry and make the switch to the e-paper vendor. Call 0703-7699-479 or visit www.bebetterbooks.biz to enjoy the huge cost savings on your favorite Nigerian newspapers. Yes, you can get the full digital version of your favorite Nigerian newspapers from the e-paper vendor by calling plus 234-809-536-8967 or visiting www.epapervendor.com. You should actually ask or sign up for a free one-week trial when you do so. Many large organizations and professionals have made the switch from the physical newspaper to the e-paper vendor, and so I encourage you to do the same. So let's pick up from where we stopped. Our experience shows that when making decisions, human beings like you and I and all our listeners can improve our approach and process by recognizing that there are certain cognitive biases that affect the process and approach to decision-making that we adopt. The first step in overcoming these biases or handicaps is in recognizing that they exist and understanding how they affect our decision-making. This is the final thought I would share with you as I take you through each of the six most common cognitive biases in decision-making. The first is overconfidence bias. You see, this usually happens to people who are very experienced in a certain area, and they make assumptions too quickly about what they know about a situation or a problem. The best way to overcome this is to look at the problem from a different perspective, or to ask yourself, 
if I have never worked on a project like this and I have absolutely no experience in this area, what would I have done? A simple answer could be you could ask other people and you could do some research. Guess what? Asking other people or doing some research may actually expose you to more information that may be contrary to your previously established position and that may end up with a better outcome. There is also something we call the sunk cost bias. You know, the thought that because you have invested so much in implementing a specific decision, you should just hold on and wait till the benefits start to emerge, even if all you have seen so far are negative results for a very long time. For example, when you have hired someone and you have invested in training the person and the person is still struggling after three years, what do you do? The solution to this bias lies in asking yourself, are there other options available? What are some of the lessons that I can learn from the journey so far? And how can I incorporate these lessons when making this decision again? You see, this process and approach will make it easier for you to let go of the current sunk cost situation. And in this case, for example, fire the person so that you can do better at finding a replacement based on the lessons that you have learned. A third popular bias is called the availability bias. Often, we make decisions based on the information that is available at the time, and this can limit the outcomes. Each time you are faced with a challenge, look at yourself and ask yourself, what other information is available out there? Look for the information and voila, it may just show you a different angle to the issue. There is a popular Yoruba adage, and I hope I say this right, that must have its roots in Ibadan. That means there isn't just one route that leads to the market. The confirmation bias is like the availability bias, where you find that you tend to attract ideas and suggestions that only confirm your position. It just seems like everywhere you go or every person you ask, the information around tends to support what we already believe to be correct. Now, to avoid this bias, look for alternative information by asking, if someone didn't agree to my position, where will they find a contrary opinion? It reminds me about how I felt in the build-up to the 2021 presidential elections in the US that inspired me to start watching Fox News and to encourage hardcore Trumpers to start watching CNN. Then we have the anchoring bias, where people tend to take decisions, especially during a negotiation, based on the first proposal that they see. For example, 
if there was a service to be provided and negotiated and two people were trying to figure out the appropriate price, the first person that states a possible price seems to always have an advantage because it creates an anchor or a reference point for the other person. So I recommend that when you are in this type of situation, you try to anchor first. And if you are unable to anchor first, then I would encourage you to have done more research about possible prices from other service providers so that you are not reeled in by the anchor that the other person has put forward. Finally, the challenge of illusory correlation. The fact that there is a difference between correlation and causation. It's just an illusion. You see, the fact that all the boys tend to do something, let's say like play soccer, does not really mean that it is because they are boys that they do it. You see, if you are misled this way, then you will never decide, for example, to offer the opportunity to play soccer to girls. The boys tend to do it not because they are boys, but because they have been taught and exposed and encouraged to play soccer. You see, a lot of the issues that we have in the world with managing diversity, whether it is gender, religious, or ethnic, and managing stereotypes are actually born out of this bias. Think about the useless ethnic profiling that we have in Nigeria, for example, that is not true about one ethnic group or the other. I will use one that is common among my own ethnic group. You often hear people say that Ishekiri men are laid back and just like to sit at home and drink. So here's the question. Are they laid back because they are Ishekiri or because they have chosen to do certain things and to make certain choices? Does this mean that every Ishekiri man is laid back or is a drunkard? Certainly not. These are illusory correlations that do not equate to causation and should not guide our decisions. Imagine if my first boss who interviewed me thought the same of all Ishekri people. Then I would never have gotten a job. Decision-making is an interesting subject, and we can go on and on about these biases and move on to more processes and approaches for improving our decisions. But we are already out of time. You can certainly reach out to explore these issues and take advantage of our courses and programs in decision-making at your convenience. I hope that the rest of you, our listeners, also found this useful and can start taking steps right away to change the way you think, remember the paradigms about decision making, and overcome some of the common biases that we all face. And of course, have a plan to develop yourself and your colleagues to make better decisions. If you would like to ask questions regarding your personal, professional, or organizational development and have them discussed in a professional way for the benefit of a larger audience via this program, then please send us an email 
to questions at onlineefiko.com or a WhatsApp message on plus 234-818-195-6161. I find that we are getting much more traffic via WhatsApp since it is more convenient for busy folks who are always on the go. If you have enjoyed this episode and you would like to keep listening and learning with us, please visit www.onlineairfico.com and click on the podcast and subscribe to the podcast. You can also go back and listen to some of our old episodes and the rich content that is available. Until next time, my name is Omag Barrow and I am your online F.